Hey everyone, it's Darian Simone Harvin here with the Am I Allowed to Like Anything podcast. This week I'm in Buffalo, New York, my hometown for the Christmas holiday. And while I was here, I really wanted to do a podcast with someone I met in high school and have known since I was 16 years old. Uh, Simone Webb is an entrepreneur and stylist. She co-founded the online vintage store Acid Cupcakes. And we talk about the balance of using social media to promote your business and also how Buffalo has changed since we were 16 years old and why we like it. So enjoy. Enjoy. Remember, you can subscribe and rate Am I Allowed to Like Anything on iTunes and always join the conversation using the hashtag AIATLA on Twitter. What is your everyday? My everyday. Lately, my everyday has been um, waking up at 5.30. 5.30? Yeah. What you doing up at 5.30? Schoolwork. Oh, schoolwork. Yeah. Okay. Um, because the day, the way that my days are set up, it just varies. So I might not have time to devote to schoolwork after work. Right. Um, if I'm meeting with a client. Um, I work every day. Well, Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 3.30. So that is my strict work schedule, which gotcha. I have to do right now. So then usually I'll get out at 3.30. If I don't have to meet with the client for either like a wardrobe consultation, um, personal shopping, or if I don't have a photo mm-hmm. shoot, then I'll come home and I'll get dinner ready because I, I have a live-in boyfriend that I have to feed. So. <laughs> Wait, so what do you cook? I'm um, curious. I cook a lot of different things. Like tonight I'm making uh, beef stew. So I have my crock pot. I put the potatoes in, carrots, celery, onions, season the beef, put it in cooks for like five hours and then it's like super good oh so good okay so i just gave you a a mean mug right now but i didn't mean Mm -hmm. to that mean mug was actually supposed to be like i'm so impressed you are like such a domestic diva i I love it i am i'm very domestic like i cook i love to Mm -hmm. cook i love like cleaning the house i love but then i'm still a career woman too so right so when you're on set, what do you have to keep in mind? Like, what is your job as the st- as like the stylist on set? Besides, I know that you help to choose the clothes and everything, mm-hmm. but once you're shooting, what are you doing? So once we're shooting, my my main job is to make sure that the models look good. So mm-hmm. I'm running, fixing hair that's out of place, bra straps, making sure nipples aren't hard, making sure necklace boobs aren't showing, yeah. making sure makeup is good, um, making sure the poses look good, just making sure everything looks editorial and not, you know, trashy or, you know, if my name is on it, I want it to look professional. Right. How do you feel like you have grown into creating that editorial look because i watched your styling and even through acid cupcakes like you are consistently like just taking it to the next level and you and something that i think you're really good at is even if your work isn't perfect picture perfect you put it out there anyways for people to see Mm -hmm. and then people see your progression yeah so how do you continue that progression i guess of just creating work that is more editorial and quality 
Um, I like to say that I'm like in constant competition with myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I look at other things obviously to stay in tune with fashion. Like you have to know all the trends and yeah. blase, blase, blah to really be a stylist. But I compete with myself. So whatever the last thing that I did, I need to do that 10 times more. So if that's getting a better photographer, better editing, a better model, better clothing, better fitting clothing, then I'm looking to do that. Like right. I'm always fighting with myself to be better than the day before. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about Buffalo. I feel like we were two people who we wanted to leave mm-hmm. like really badly. At least I most certainly did. Yeah. I feel like we both did. So I kind of like left, but mm-hmm. you stayed here and you really, you've been living and working and going to school and you roll your eyes. I mean, I I love Buffalo for what it is. Like I got my hustle from this city. Like it's, it's cheap to live. It's easy for me to travel other places while living here. Like, so that's really the reason why I'm still here. My ultimate goal is to move to LA. Like I've mm-hmm. already mapped it out. We, me and my boyfriend know, both know we want to be there. Um, just for, you know, better opportunity for me to get the platform that I need to bring things back to Buffalo. Um, but as far as being here, it I can't complain too much. Um, I'm not really in the same crowd that I was in before where I had like that mindset of like being so over Buffalo. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm growing, I'm networking, I'm meeting people that, you know, have kind of the same entrepreneurial spirit that I do. So it makes it easier to be here. But I just don't see myself living here forever. I don't see myself like raising a family here. And then the weather. I'm I'm so over the cold. Like I want to be somewhere that's warm all year long. It, I think it's interesting to talk about that entrepreneurship piece of people of Buffalo because mm-hmm. I feel like that was n- nothing I tapped into when I live when I lived here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in high school. I was not thinking about entrepreneurship. Right. But like for you. What is, like, the entrepreneur, like, temperature here? Um, I believe that it's growing. When I first started, like, my endeavors, I didn't really notice a lot of people. And I don't want to say that I started anything, but I didn't really notice a lot of people with their own, like, you know, clothing lines and T-shirt lines and hair salons and things like that. But it's, like, when people see other people, you know, from their community or high school, you know, starting up a business and it's like, okay, they kind of, they're like, okay, maybe I can do this too. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like I said, time always tells who's really serious about it and who's really just doing it because everybody else is. But I really, I'm seeing a lot of people really start to pick up on, you know, wanting to have their own businesses, which I think is, is beautiful as long as you really want (laughs) to do it. Every time I come back to Buffalo, there is a new restaurant popping up, a new development, a new something, a new statue, a new corner, a new piece of cement someplace. Have you been down Delaware and seen that new hotel? No. It's beautiful. What's it it called? I don't even know. Maybe I've seen it, but I didn't know. It's beautiful. Like it, you can literally see through like the second layer and it's like, (gasps) it's so, it looks like a building from the future. Like. what I also tell people, and I know that Buffalo still is already this, but I think that Buffalo will become known as like a mecca of medicine. Yep. And um, there are just so many new hospitals or hospitals that are being, you know. Re- they revamped that entire medical yeah. corridor and it's like 
beautiful. And then you have Roswell, which is like the right. cancer hub of like yeah. the United States. So, so I think that that's like really, really awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about acid cupcakes. And do you feel like what you do? You still do acid cupcakes with Gabby? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to mention her. <laughs> no, like, no. Yeah. Shout out I to Gabby. I couldn't do it is, without her. Is Gabby still in Florida? Uh huh. That's amazing. Yeah. So. Do you feel like Buffalo inspired acid cupcakes or not really? Yes, definitely. I do. Um, like I said, Buffalo is is acid cupcakes because I'm more of like the marketing like person and like the yeah. branding person. So mm-hmm. wherever I am is is what's gonna inspire acid cupcakes. If I if I was in LA, I'm sure that LA would be inspiring acid cupcakes. When I was living in Florida, when we first started, Florida was what was, you know, inspiring acid cupcakes. So it really, it, it's really where I am because I'm more of like the, the marketing and the branding. Like I really decide what, you know, is being pushed out to people. Okay, so for everyone out there who doesn't know about acid cupcakes yet, acid cupcakes is a website that you started to sell vintage clothing mm-hmm. that you guys cur- picked and curated on your own. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about some times when it was hard, like when you ran maybe into some walls with acid cupcakes. Uh, yeah, I want to know. I want to know about that. I would say the first wall that we ran into. Um, it's I mean it's been a smooth ride I mean the the biggest trials that I face are really just I want like that quick satisfaction yeah so like when I put an item up and I'm like new item if it doesn't sell like right then and there I kind of like feel a like tinge of like disappointment just because we've had instances where we're you know, we'll post something and like people are like, oh my God, I need that. Like they go crazy. And then I'll post something else and it it doesn't get the same response. That you think it's going to get. Yeah. But that's just me learning that, you know, certain pieces just don't attract the same people or the same response. Um, another wall I would say is, is really just trying to, um, get our clientele to be more broad like out of Buffalo like most of our orders come from Buffalo some will come from like random places like we've had random customers in like Germany and London but we want it to be like you know Florida California North Carolina like we want orders from everywhere and not just Buffalo so I would say that's really the wall that I'm hitting right now is just trying to be more of a global outreach yeah you want that global platform put in more get more revenue make more money just like have a broader influence on what what your mission is precisely something that you are that i feel like you are so comfortable doing is when you accomplish something you like post it on facebook Mm -hmm. and you like post it on twitter and social media and i want to know I'm very, I'm very much am just not like that. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I'll do big things, but I think for you, I feel like that's very much a part of your platform and mm-hmm. what attracts people to you and just like about you being inspiring. I think that you are just by nature like an inspiring person. And I want to know where, do, where does that come from in you? Um, I want to say it comes from like my background, like where I came from, like, you know, like Mm. I came up like poor basically and like single mom. And it's just like, I, I see what can happen when you don't apply yourself and when you don't have inspiration. And I guess to me, that is my inspiration. Like 
where I came from. Like, I don't want to grow up and go back there. Yeah. I want to, you know, and it's not even about money because I could care less about money. I don't have a lot of that and I'm happy right now. But I want to be able to take trips. I want to be able, if I want to buy a bag or shoes, I want to be able to. I want to be able to give back and I want to be able, you know, to just be content and happy. Yeah. So I think that's where my drive comes from. Every day I'm like, well, I'm not where I want to be yet in life. So I got to stay, you know, on the right track. And so you really feel like your your background. I mean, let's talk about when we met. How old were we? 15, 16 years yeah, old? Yeah, 16. And now, I mean, I just turned 25. Mm-hmm. Thinking back to that time, like what were your circumstances then? I mean, I, I was living in the projects with just my mom. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. You sure yeah, were. Oh, I, my, was living I, would, in, I would go pick you up. Yeah. In the Langfield projects where, you know, if you if you're from Buffalo or if you know about projects, it's like subsidized housing, cheap, super cheap rent, free electricity, free gas. And as a kid, I didn't really notice it. Like I had the things that I needed, but there wasn't anything additional. Like my mm-hmm. parents, they didn't teach me about like credit or saving or didn't teach me how to drive even like college like those things weren't instilled in them so they didn't instill those things in me gratefully I was always intelligent and I you know I had smart friends and you know good influence in my good influences in my life but at the time that we met I mean my circumstances they weren't horrible I always had what I needed but that was just it Mm -hmm. like you know I if I wanted you know, a car at 16 or 17 where, you know, most parents would give their kids a car. For me, it was like, that wasn't even a A thought thought. at all. It was like, you're going to have to work your ass off and get your own. And get your own. I don't mind. Right. And, but you, I feel like you've always had a, had a job. And at the time when I met you, I felt like you were one of the more dynamic people that I knew at that time. But anyways, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, just like give you all these compliments, (laughs) but it's literally the truth. Um, and so you really feel like your background, instead of it... It's less just, of a hindrance I and just, more of a help. Yeah, I just think that you're such an interesting person from, like, other people who I quite frankly knew at that time living mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Like, I felt like you really used whether, you know, because I went to Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Williamsville my entire life. I, I grew up in, like, white communities most of my life, mm-hmm. but I, I still had friends everywhere. Yeah. And even still, so across the board, I think just in the Buffalo community and from what I knew, you were you were someone who your circumstances pushed you more into a positive direction as opposed to a complacent one. Definitely. And going to Hutch Tech, I think, and being surrounded around other kids, other friends, did you feel like those people were like you or did you feel like you were different or just in general, like growing up? How did you, did you feel like you fit in? I feel like we once had this conversation about like, you felt like you didn't fit in. I mean, I never felt like an outcast. Like I was always like a social butterfly from like second grade. I was getting in trouble for talking. So like, I'm just like a people person. Right. So it isn't that I like, don't feel like I fit in. I just feel like I'm very different from everybody. Like, I don't feel like I'm really the same as anybody, which is amazing. But Mm -hmm. it's like, I just. I can be in a room full of strangers and I'll be fine. Doesn't matter the race, doesn't matter the ages. Like I'll end up making at least 10 friends out of that room just because I like see things in people that other people don't see and I don't just 
take face value. I don't look at people for what they have or where they came from or, you know, I've had friends that had less than me and I've had friends that, you know, have had way more than me and we still click. Yeah. So to me, it's just as long as you're a good person and you treat people, you know, good, we can get along, honestly. Right. So what makes you like, you know, not want to post your accomplishments, you know, on social media or what makes you more, you know, I don't want to do it. I think it's that I should do it more. I'm not good at promoting myself or my stuff. And I'm even with my podcast, like I'll do it and I won't and I don't tweet about it enough. I don't put it on Facebook enough. I don't share it enough. I don't get it into the right ears. So it's like, what is the point of doing all of this content if you're not going to if you're not going to direct it towards people who you think are going to love it? True. And I just, it's just a weakness for me. I'm very much just a content person. Like, I want to put stuff out. That is what I want to focus on. So I forget about posting things to Facebook or, like, thinking of people who would love it or tagging people or, like, sending emails about it. Um, I actually am, like, bringing on a shout-out to Shay, this um, (laughs) She is going to basically just, like, help me to do that a little bit. Um, which I'm like really happy about and just really think of I think it's I've been I've been doing in my life like anything on my own up up until like really this point and it's like been really awesome but I kind of just like wanted someone else to bounce ideas off of and and I'm, I'm really big on collaborating too so if I could you know bring on someone else who basically a stronger skill set in an mm-hmm. area that I don't which is kind of marketing and mm-hmm. doing social media in that way I want to do that Definitely. and I kind of want to also give someone else a platform to like take something that's like established a little or that at least I have plans on doing very often and like running with it Perfect. like something that I really haven't told people yet is that I'm only going to do 100, am I allowed to like anything, episodes. Well, I say only, but really that's a lot of episodes. So that's like 100 guests. Um, Just because it's really, it really just allows me to create a capsule podcast, like a moment, right? So people can go and they can listen to 100 different types of people from all different backgrounds, races who have different agendas and are from different parts of the of the world is really my goal who all have something to say um and it's like a hundred of them and then i can move on to the next project right so i don't know how long a hundred is technically going to take me but it's like that commitment i want to do a hundred of them that's why like each episode is like zero one four because it's because at the end there's going to be one zero zero a hundred of them and then there are and then they're done so like maybe the hundredth one will be beyonce is what that would be awesome it will be it will be we're putting it into the yeah i mean like we've already you have to listen to my episode where danielle smith we basically already talk about i mean what the interview is going to be about so which is like you love beyonce she is like a true role model for me shout out to her but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, wait, so going back to your original question, yes, I don't think I do because I honestly forget. It's like a very secondary thought for me. And I also came from a school where I used to do it more often. So like when you got an internship or you started hosting a show or you 
you registered for a class, you like took a screenshot. I think that doing all of those things and also being within that culture of just accomplish, 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 accomplish. Now I kind of has flipped me in the opposite direction now. Because for me, it's just like it became so nauseating for me that I just don't do it any longer. I I think opposing your accomplishments, though, it, it really does inspire others around you, though. There are so many women creating amazing things all the time and I think that sometimes not even that fact is talked about talked about enough yeah and I mean even even take you for example in in what you're doing I think sometimes it becomes frustrating to know that there are so many amazing products out there and even like you don't always puncture the the communities or places that you really want to have an impact definitely okay so let's get into the plus one segment okay So this is an opportunity for you to shout out a person, place, thing that you love and want other people to know about. I have to shout out my my best friend, my business partner, Gabby. Gabrielle Alisea. Um, She's amazing. Probably the best artist that I know. And I'm not even being biased. Like her art is impeccable and she can do anything from tattoos to logos to paintings to just everything everything and she's so humble about it and Mm -hmm. she doesn't even realize that she could have been famous by now if she listens to me but (laughs) um that's another story but yeah Gabby she's really amazing and she's one of those people that doesn't even like know how great she is and I I think that is like one of the best traits about like a person that has greatness in them because it's like only a matter of time before she like right explode that's awesome yeah and kind of going back to this point I used to get really turned off by posting my accomplishments but I, I think that I'm slowly starting to understand that especially as as a woman I need to sound boost my own things like I need to boost my own ventures I need to tell people when I'm doing things honestly I mean that's how that's how I grew my following from day one was posting whether it's like oh just got a new client because what that does is that isn't so people can be in my business or follow my every move but what that does do is bring awareness to my styling business and now people are like what is she doing next? And that's why I'm always like, oh, sneak peek, style by me, never not working. Like, yeah. sneak peek, sneak peek. It's like constant. Like, I want to badger and like, I don't care if it's the most minuscule thing. I want you to know because it's bringing awareness to my business, which is going to bring me either brand awareness or revenue, which either or. Like, you just can't go wrong with it. So, yeah. like, I understand, like, people are like, you know, don't announce things and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know what, whatever, because I announce small little things and I have, like, 10 girls in my inbox. Like, no lie, I posted a picture um, that I styled and I had, like, 10 different people like, oh, my God, I need you to style this for me. I need you to do this for me. And I'm, like, invoices, sending them out, invoices, and I'm making money just from posting a picture on the Internet or a status. So it's like... I don't care. I'm going to post every accomplishment, whether, that's, you know. That's amazing. And kind of going back to this, to Rachel Syme, who who we were just talking about mm-hmm. with her selfie project. She also recently wrote wrote something for Medium that had to do about paying women to create culture, like paying women to create content and paying women for their ventures, for their creative ventures, so that they can 
put out good quality work and and influence culture the way that like we need to influence culture and particularly within creative fields and tv and production in hollywood um but i need to and i feel like this is something that in particularly women need to do is feeling good about promoting your work yes now one so with that being said my plus one is the tomorrow looks bright newsletter so shout out to chrissy tillman uh tomorrow looks bright is essentially a newsletter that curates the work of black women like with particularly within creative fields so what you'll get every sunday in your inbox it's, it typically has like a theme so whether it's podcast or whether it's fashion and design uh that is like the work of black women and so something that i also i i think that the newsletter is good for 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 two things i think one it reminds everyone who subscribes to the newsletter that black women are like making amazing beautiful things every day day. and so to say that we're not or to say that there's not enough of it is like actually not true and I think the second point is that there are women out there who are marketing and branding and in putting their work and themselves out there but they have for whatever reasons not punctured the atmospheres or the different communities or places that they have wanted to puncture yet so that's why i think that this uh, newsletter is really great because it kind of collects the work and is another way for those businesses to be spotlighted for the content to be spotlighted so um, am i lots like anything was in like one of the first ones i was so happy about that so yeah i think you posted that i think i remember saying that yeah on twitter i did oh no i'm not on twitter you're not why did i think you were i said cupcakes is on twitter okay but not me yeah so okay simone so let's close out what do you what do you want to say to your people what do you want what do you want to say to your to your buffalo people to your to anyone who listens in general anybody listening i want to number one thank you for listening um you know i am 24 and still building myself and my brand and anybody that supports me i thank you any new supporters i thank you um you definitely should check out our website acidcupcakes.com Check out my styling website, styledbysimonealexis.com. Wait, I know you. Oh, my God. You have that, too. That's great. Um, And then you can find me on Facebook, Simone Alexis. Instagram, Simone Alexis, double underscore. Um, And I'm here. You'll see me. You'll see everything I do for the next couple of years. Yes, you are here. We are here doing lots of cool things. Lots of cool things. All right. Thanks, Simone. Love you.